You're listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast, conversations between girlfriends who have the knowledge and information to educate and empower you before, during, and after a divorce. We are here to remind you that you're grown and you got this. It is a way of getting us to focus our attention on the reason behind why we take certain steps, how we make certain decisions, and whether we achieve our goals. But should we set intentions when dating? Is there a right way to date? I don't know, but we're going to find out today. Today, I am joined by professional matchmaker Trinian Norford of Connectricity to chat about dating with intention tips for preparing to date again after divorce, knowing when to call it quits in a dating relationship, and the best time to work with a professional matchmaker. This is going to be fun. I'm so excited to welcome you, Trinia. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Kimberly. I appreciate it. Excited. Yeah, of course. So, you know, let's first talk about your job as a professional matchmaker. You know, you you help people find love. I love that. How did you become, though, a professional matchmaker? I, 10 years, my God, I can't believe it's been 10 years now. Today, this month actually marks 10 years that I've been a professional matchmaker. Started in Chicago. Congratulations. It was something that I actually have done forever, right? In my 20s, I'd go to these networking events and I'd see people that are single and I'm like, oh my God, you will look great with this person that I met like on Thursday. And then, you know, I would just introduce them. I'll, ha- I'll take your number. I- believe me, you're going to look great with this person. You'll love this person, blah, blah, blah. So I would just match people all the time just for fun. And so fast forward 10 years ago, when I had my first kid, I wanted to have more flexibility, that whole work-life balance that sure. you know, mothers and entrepreneurs crave for. Yes. And I decided to turn what I've been doing as a passion for years into a business. And as a result, Connectricity was born. That's amazing. I love that you're like at a conference, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I have somebody in mind for you. So now, you know, professional matchmaking and, and matchmakers has been around for generations to help people find someone who can, you know, they can share their life with. And we know though, that over time, things have changed in our society related to dating practices, including the use of technology to find a match. But in your professional experience, you know, how does a woman figure out what she wants out of a dating relationship? So usually when I'm working with someone or someone approaches me, they have an idea, right? They already have a plan in their head as far as what they're looking for, what they want in an idea, in an an ideal match or a partner. And so we talk about that. So we have like a consultation or this information gathering session where I'll learn all about who that person is as an individual and what they're looking for. Okay. And, 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 and talk about all of the, the values, the, hobbies, career, deal breakers, just everything. So it's an information gathering session where we just literally chat about everything. And I find that when I'm talking to women in particular, they, they, have, a, they have a list sure. of, and they literally, I, I will say quite a few of them will refer to that list <laughs> <laughs> um, of 
you know, attributes that they're looking for, physical and character, but they have these attributes that they're looking for and they, they refer to them. So I, I think it's okay to have a list. It's, It's not bad. It's just what's on the list. So making sure that the list is really more focused on, you know, values and character versus physical. So, you know, I'm, again, not a bad thing, but again, it's just depending on what the the quality of the list, what's on that list. I like that. The quality of the list, because, you know, for years, right. I've had girlfriends who have a list and they date according to the list and can't seem to find, in my opinion, right, the right match, but they're dating the same people. And so, I, you know, I'm often thinking, oof, you might want to get rid of that list, but it sounds like it's the quality of the list. So it's fine to have a list, but looking at, you know, maybe let's load up here on values, characteristics, like, and keep a few of the you know, I need him to be six, five and I need him to be, um, athletic build. I need to, because when we're dating then for physical appearance alone, then we're missing out on so many other really more important things at times. And you know, and you just, I just thought of something while you were talking again, lists are fine. Also another thing to note when you're intentionally dating, that is perfect to have that list, right? Because in your mind, it's almost like you're just, you're preparing, right? You don't want to just date anyone, but you want to have someone in mind. Like I want someone who, who's a good dad, you know, someone who's okay with having, a, dating a single parent, someone who's a good dad, someone who's generous, someone who's compassion, because your life experiences will dictate what you're looking for now, because perhaps your ex wasn't a compassionate person. Perhaps he was, you know, uh, I can't think of that word. Um, Self-absorbed. What's the word that I'm thinking of? Narcissistic. Thank you. (laughs) Perhaps he was a narcissist. So you really want to stray away from those type of individuals and make sure that you're looking for someone that's the exact opposite of the list. I mean, exact opposite of the ex. So it's okay to have the list. Another thing to note is if you're um, making this list, make sure that you, you're offering or you are the person that that person's looking for, right? Ooh. So don't you know, create this list of this ideal perfect person and you don't have anything to offer or com- you're not um, compatible with that person. That's very important to, to, to know because a lot of women, they, they want something that that person is not, they're, they're not offering what that, what that person's looking for, if that yes. makes sense. Yes, yes. So there's a couple of things there, because I want to swing back to um, the idea of intention. But on that last point, when we think about, you know, you're writing out your list, but really kind of doing the internal review of what am I bringing to the table, right? What could someone be looking for me? You know, we talked a lot about compassion and empathy and, um, you know, whether that's creativity, but looking within and saying, okay, on my list, how do I match up with some of these? But I think that also goes to the idea of expectation, right? We got to set realistic expectations for other people and, and certainly for ourselves. So 
when we think about the idea of setting out a list and, and expectations, I want to talk through the idea of setting an intention when dating, because certainly there are differences between dating when you're young, single, never been married. Um, maybe you're looking for fun. Maybe you're looking to get married for the first time, which is maybe different than I've now been married. I'm now getting divorced. Am I ready to get back out in the dating world just to date for fun, just to get back out there? Or am I ready to, you know, date to find the person that I, I hope to share my life with? So talk to us a little bit about, you know, how important it is for women to understand and set their intentions before for starting to date? Well, you know, it's like when you're looking for work or when you're, when you're about to embark on something that's really important for yourself, whatever it is, right? New work, moving. I've moved quite a few times, so I, I but you, you, you always put a plan in place, right? That it's very important to put a plan in place before you're embarking to this new, whatever, whatever it is. And so it's the same strategy should be put in place when you're dating. You know, it's new, especially if you're dating after divorce or dating after a long relationship or, you know, you're dating now and your, your circumstances has changed. You have children now, whatever your situation is, the fact that you're doing something new, you should always go into it with a plan or a strategy okay. and, 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 and not feel like it's going to be such a burden, Right. Um, and by making this plan or the strategy, it will not be a burden because you know what you want. And the older you are, it should actually be more fun because you're okay. more secure, you're more confident, you have your life experiences, you know what you want, you know what you don't want, you have your, you know where your tolerance level is. So, you know, there's so many women, they, they, they'll go on this first date and they're like, you know what? He wasn't for me. And I can appreciate that because again, they've dated a whole bunch of people. This is not new to them. So right, they right. know what's going to work, what's not going to work. I can give you an example. Yes. Just yesterday, um, a client of mine, uh, she, it, it's, it's about a seven, eight year difference. She's, you know, in her late forties, she's in his mid fifties. Okay. Sent them out on a date. They were very attracted to each other. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Go on a date. And they have great uh, qualities, similar qualities. After the date, she said, you know what, Trinia, amazing guy, really like him, wouldn't mind getting to know him, but more on a friend level. Here's why. He's in his mid-50s. Yes. Even though he's youthful, yes. at times, it, during the conversation, I can see like that old man <laughs> um, <laughs> syndrome kind of coming out a little yes. bit. And I'm envisioning, honestly, we're at a lounge. And he's it's telling me that I'm ready to go because I'm tired or he's not getting along with my friends for whatever reason, just because you know, he's going to be 60 in four years. Yes. So it's some, I, I bring that as an example to just to show that, you know, this woman, she really enjoyed herself with this person, okay. but she knew that long-term this wasn't her guy. So she doesn't, she doesn't want to continue dating him. And that's what I love about women that are mature, they, they had their life experiences, they know what they want and they stick with it. You know, that, that, that's very important. So, you know, that, that's, 
I hope that answers your question. No, it does. Because I, I think that I think that's key. I think it's, you know what you want. And if you don't, maybe take a moment and figure that out. Because I think, in, you know, for your client, it sounds like she's looking, you know, forward in saying, I want somebody that I can enjoy life with, which will include going out, you know, having a good time. And if I'm in a relationship with someone who is not at that stage or, you know, because of the age difference, that's of real concern, then let me not set myself up for later frustration and failure. So that is, it's a very, it's intentional. And that I think is so important, but, you know, you brought out this idea of maturity and the importance of being mature uh, in, in a dating situation, because certainly if you've been through a marriage and now then say a divorce, there's definitely a level of growth and maturity that comes with that. So then to transition into dating, bringing that with you helps maybe be the guidepost for, um, you know, how you move into, into dating relationship. But let's then take a step back though, for those women who been in a long relationship or been in a marriage and not yet sure about how to transition into dating again, right? That new phase how do you kind of move into that space if you've been out of the say, game for a while? Great question. You know, I say, don't be afraid to go on dates and meet people. You're going to have to kiss a few frogs before you meet your prince. Yeah. You know? and, and at the end of the day, Kimberly, dating is a number game. You know, the more you okay. date, the more you will build confidence. Uh, it toughens you up to deal with rejection. Okay. It also... Um, you know, having lots of dates makes, you know, the outcome of one date less important, right? So if you have a really, really bad date, you're, you're like, you're okay with that because you know that you have a date Saturday night. (laughs) You're more relaxed, you're more confident, and it just makes you more attractive. It makes you more confident, you know, and happy. And you're not dating someone to, um, you're not going out with a person and caring so much about what that person thinks of you. It's okay. more like you're going out to meet, to have fun, to meet have someone. Fun. And hopefully that person will end up being a partner, your, your life partner or not, but at least you're going out, you, you're yourself, you're, you're confident, you're relaxed, yes. you're friendly, you're happy. And that's a very, very attractive quality. Guys find that very attractive. Someone who is just very friendly, smiling, happy, uh, jovial, like just that guys like that. And it's a very attractive quality. So by you dating a lot, meeting people, that's going to be very natural for you. So for the, for individuals, for women that are just, you know, they, this is new to them. Yeah. I encourage them wholeheartedly to go out and date, date, just get out there, just get out there. Absolutely. Just get out there. And, yeah. and I'm hearing that it's really about taking the step. Going on a date does not mean you are finding your next spouse in that new date, right? That That's not the intention for let's get back out here. It It's really about rebuilding your confidence, 
getting back out there, having a good time. Um, and, you know, especially for women who have been in a divorce situation, that can be a real blow to your ego, your self-confidence, your overall self-image. And so going out and having that excitement of a date again, you know, getting your nails done, hair done, or uh, trying something new, you know, can, can really be the confidence boost to help you kind of move into, into this, into this new phase. So I love that, that it's, you know, have fun, relax, um, but certainly um, get back out there. But when you're getting back out there, you know, whether it's working with a professional matchmaker such as yourself, or, uh, you know, there's a ton of like apps now um, that, that deal with dating. And we know that it's about kind of putting your best foot forward and figuring out how to present your best self. Can you give us, you know, some tips on how to make yourself shine, but we're not trying to bamboozle anybody, right? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, you want to be, you want to, you know, put your best foot forward, but you certainly want to make sure that you are the person who you say you are, um, you know, in these, in these profiles or uh, in these introductions. So this is something, even with matchmaking clients, with my match, my, my, with my clients, the number one thing I strongly suggest is to have professional photos done. I cannot stress how important that is. You know, there are some people that, you know, say, oh, well, I like to take natural, you know, pit photos so that they can, people can see me at my, you know, comfortable day-to-day -day state. Yes. And, and I get all of that. And you know what? That's going to come. But okay. right now, what you're trying to do is you're trying to attract a person. Yes. And so you have to put your best foot forward. Okay. And the number one way to do that, especially women, uh, for women, especially Okay. is to have professional photos done and, you know, face full body. So important because men are visual creatures. They're going to look at you. They don't care about anything else. They don't care how old you are, what you do for a living, how many kids, you know, that's secondary. Yes. They're going to look at you and say yes or no. I, 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 I'm sorry how, if that sounds horrible or not, but this is real talk. They're going to look at the picture and say yes or no, if they want to meet you. Yeah. And so because of that, to get ahead of the game, yes. Have the, have it, have your, your present the best version of yourself, a professional photo, yep. you know? And, and so that is something that I strongly recommend. In addition to that, in your profile, and this is something that I, I want to say on Monday, I had to talk to a client about, she was still a little jaded from her previous relationship and you can tell in her write-up. Okay. on her profile. Yes. So the second advice would be be in the right headspace when you're writing your profile. You okay. know, even if that means going for a run or something, whatever it is that gets your, your energy going in the morning, be in the right headspace when you're writing your profile. Because again, guys want someone who wants, they want to be with someone who's a happy person. They don't want someone with the negative energy and the woe is me and you know, blaming someone for everything. They, it, first of all, no one wants that. Nobody <laughs> wants that. That's right. No one wants that. But right. so make sure that you're in a right headspace. You're, you're, you're in a positive 
headspace when you're writing your profile. Talk about great things, the things that you like to do. And, and it's okay to mention non-negotiables. Like if it's something where, you know, you're, I do not want to date someone who's a smoker or someone who, you know, is a drinker, just whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can, it's totally okay to, to, to put that, but it's not okay to put something, you know, in your profile where, you know, I don't want someone who is, um, gosh, I don't, can't think of something right now. I'm trying to think of like a crazy thing, but you know, just try to stay away from negative talk in your profile. That is the, that's the best advice. Try to stay away from negative talk. Talk about the good things. Talk about things that, you know, make you happy. Okay. Okay. You know, (laughs) I, I, that's really helpful. You were talking about this, uh, this profile picture though, because Yes. You know, my, my initial thought was, oh, you know, you get good, you know, your girlfriend to take a nice picture outside and and you're all good, but you make a good point here. You know, it's all about image and image is important um, in every way, whether you're on a job interview, whether you are, you know, dating uh, or anywhere in between, we know that first appearances, you know, can make or break something. Maybe that shouldn't be the way, you know, uh, it should be, but that's a reality. So putting your best foot forward, spending, you know, the money to get professional shots done so that you have a profile that is well-formed. And then, you know, I love it. I love it. Be in the right head space when writing the, um, the, the write-up. That's key. I didn't even think about the, you know, you sitting down and start going to town about woe is me, all the negative things that happen. I guess from the perspective of the outsider looking in, it becomes, would you want to read that? Or would you want to go on a date with someone if, you know, the entire profile sounded like a Debbie Downer um, or was super negative? And so it's really... Um, you know, who is the type of person that you would want to date and how are they kind of presenting themselves and, and maybe uh, formulating that for yourself when, when putting together that profile? You it's did about say- applying the law of attraction, you know, like attracts like. If you want someone yes. successful, upbeat, a social person, then you need to be that as well. Yes, yes, the laws of attraction. So for those single moms, how do you talk about your children or do you talk about your children in these profiles in a way where it's at arm's length because you're, you know, kind of protecting that space in that relationship, but also kind of giving the um, other person who may be interested in you on notice that, hey, listen, I have children. And so I want to make sure that that is something that maybe you're interested in, in being a part of. How do you um, make children a part of your profile in a way that is not intrusive, but certainly puts the other person on notice? So when you're noting what you like to do on the weekends or just when you're not working, okay. Most moms, I hope anyway, you know, they spend time with their children, you know, yes. if it's, if it's not active, if it's activities or the park, whatever it is, especially if they're younger kids, you spend time with your children. So in your, in your, in your write-up, in your bio, you know, what I like to do for fun, I love to go running. I love cycling. I, I like 
going to the movies. I liked going to the, my children's soccer games. Okay. I love watching my kids. I love going to their tennis games. I love, you know, you, you put that in your write-up. And so it's not intrusive, but you're telling the person that this is my life. This is what I do. This is what I enjoy doing. And I want someone who's going to be able to enjoy this with me. That is the best way to. I love that. Someone know. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You slide it in there yep. and it, it's done in a way such that it's, I'm putting you on notice that I enjoy doing this. I have a family. And if you're wanting to be a part of my life, this is a part of that life. I, I really, I really like that. There are certainly in anything uh, in life, things to be aware of, red flags to look out for. When you are getting back out there and, and dating again, and maybe you haven't been, you know, in the, uh, in the thick of it for a while, what are areas to look out for? We talked a little bit about kind of having your radar up for those things that you recognize in your ex because maybe you want to steer clear of, of some of those things, but are there other things just generally that, you know, women should be mindful of when dating again to say, yep, nope, move that on. It, it, this, this one isn't the one for you. You know, it's something I, I, these questions, when I, when you ask me these questions, I think of recent, cause I speak to people every day, all day. And I think nice. of recent examples that, um, you know, that, that I can just, answer. Sure. I love that. Example. It's real life. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully this is what you're looking for, but this is when you, what ask, you're asking this question. This is what came to mind. So I have a client that I'm working with now. She is in her forties and she is adopting. She is okay. she's never married, no children, and she's adopting a baby, a newborn. So that is something that completely life-changing event for her. Yes. And because of that, it's very, very important that I match her with someone who is okay with having children, or it maybe they've had children in the past or whatever it is, but they're okay now having children, especially a newborn. Yes. That is very, very important. They can have all of the qualities that she's looking for, right. but if they're not interested in starting a family, then that person's not going to be the person for her. Okay. And, 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 and you know, I say that because, I found someone that I thought was just ideal, been to the idea of having children, but not really excited yes. about it. Yes. And I passed on him because again, you're someone's adopting a newborn. You got to be kind of excited about you it. You got to be you in know? that. <laughs> That's like an instant family, you know? <laughs> so I, I, you know, so it's just making sure, you know, I guess answering your question in a short, making sure that you guys are in the same stage of life. Okay. A perfect person. It's got to make sure you guys are at the same stage in life because if not, it's just not going to work. Okay. I like that. You know, because sometimes, you know, when I think of red flags, right, you think of the things like the common things, narcissism. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes. And, or you're texting somebody, you don't hear from them for a couple of days. And, and those things are also important, but you don't always think about, are we at the same stage of life? And you're so right she's welcoming in and very excited about a newborn and given her age, assuming that, you know, she's dating somebody who's going to be at her age level or older, having them come to the table and be like, I'm excited about starting a family. That's a real thing. And so even if everything else checks off, 
that's something to uh, really dive into because that's a part of, of her life. And so paying attention to your life, the things that are important to you, and if they don't then align, you know, you might have to move on. Because one thing we do know, you can't change people. People change themselves. And so going into a relationship with the hope or the expectation that, oh, you know what, they'll see the baby and they'll love the baby and it'll be fine. Or, oh, it'll just work, you know, in this way. Uh, those things don't change. I, I have girlfriends who I love and support and they, you know, love and support me in, in the ways that, that they can. And I've recognized over time that many of my girlfriends were going through family issues but they had the benefit of having me who professionally was a divorce and, and family attorney. And so one of the reasons I started Grown Girl Divorce was because I wanted other women to have the benefit of, you know, listening in on girlfriend conversations with women um, who have the education and experience to help them address certain issues. And I say that because one of the things I, I want to make sure to always ask my guests, what do you say to your girlfriends who are coming to you, who are trying to navigate the dating scene and trying to figure out whether or not they're ready to meet their match? What, what does, what does Trinia say to her girls when they're like, it's time I'm out there. What are you telling them? I love that question. <laughs> You know, I say it's it, always be yourself. Okay. Don't get caught up in thinking that you're not enough for whoever it is that you're attracted to. If they're showing you signs that they're not attracted to you or they're just not pursuing you the way you want to be pursued, then they're not your person. Okay. That's all. That don't, don't get too caught up in, in, into that because what'll happen is you'll start uh, self-deprecating. You'll start losing that confidence. You'll start feeling like, you know, I'm not enough. And it's hard. It is so hard yeah. for single black women yes. to be in, in the dating world right now. It's hard and I know it. So it's more, it's more important than ever to continue having that confidence, continue pursuing people that knows your value. But of course, first you have to make sure you know your value and putting that out there. And then people will, will respect that and see it and then want to be in your company. So that I, that is so important. And I say that to my girlfriends all the time. Uh, see, it, all it's the time. E, it's e, yeah. and, and this is why I have this because you know, your girlfriends are lucky to have a professional matchmaker as their girl who is saying to them, listen, you are great as you are. And if this person is not checking for you, keep moving. We love you. We support you. You're going to be fine. And hearing it from somebody who does this as their job, you know, it gives you a sense of like, all right, you know what? I'm good. So being able to share that with, with other girlfriends who are listening um, is, is why I have this and, and why I want to do this. So, you know, Trinia, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You have really, uh, given us some information and things to think about, you know, how we firm up these dating profiles, things to keep an eye out for the importance of dating with intention, understanding what you want, knowing where you are. Tell us where we can find out more about you and your services. IG at Connectricity 
That's my IG account I, at Connectricity. You can definitely go to my website, connectricitymatch.com. That's how our girls are going to find you so you can match them with their perfect mate. Thank you so much for your time today. Gosh, it has been such a pleasure. I am not anywhere in the dating space. I'm, I'm 14 years in, into this uh, marriage, but trust me, if for some reason it doesn't work out, you are the first person I'm calling to get me all the way together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Grown Girl Divorce Podcast. Remember, though you may be going through a difficult time, you're grown and you got this. Please be sure to tell your girlfriends about us. Follow us on Instagram at Grown Girl Divorce and subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss out on any new conversations. The conversations on this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to substitute working directly with a lawyer. These episodes are not to be used as a basis to support or defend any legal action and transcripts or recordings of the podcast may not be used for any purpose without the direct written permission of the podcast owner.